0: This is the Maxlexia Podcast. Here, it's all dyslexia, all the time. A place to explore it in all its complex beauty, changing the way we and the world perceive the dyslexic mind. I'm Lori Catella, your host, and I'm ready to help guide you to see and celebrate your own dyslexic brilliance. Together, we will change the world.
1: Welcome to the Lexia Podcast. And today I really wanted to delve into a Q&A that I see often on social media in dyslexia groups, and they're asking questions and people are looking for resources and responses and suggestions. And one thing I see very often is the question about how can someone with dyslexia absorb large volumes of reading material in school and in life? And this is an excellent question because as a student moves through their schooling, they start to have more and more reading material that they are responsible to acquire and assimilate. And oftentimes that can be a very difficult task for somebody with dyslexia. So I think having accessible tools for them to be able to do that effectively is an amazing thing. So let's unpack some of those. Now, to start with, I wanna make very clear that I am not advocating for illiteracy, absolutely not. I am advocating forcefully for literacy. So in the very young ages, I believe this is a basic human right that every student be provided with the tools and the support and the the environment in which they can learn how to read. So 100% literacy. But really what I'm talking about here is in the later years the high school, to the college, to the university years, where really the volume of reading material becomes, for some students with dyslexia, extremely overwhelming and at times can even be preventative in terms of them pursuing whatever academic path they want to follow. So really, I think this is amazing because many dyslexic students already find very creative ways of getting online resources and types of things they can use in order to be able to, for example, learn what their summer reading book was about. Because for a student with dyslexia, it can really be a very slow task to read. And this becomes tough if they need to read three or four books throughout the summer, the actual amount of time they need to read that many books can exceed the time they have in the summer to do that. It's a very laborious task for many people with dyslexia so so it can actually be a very exhausting process both mentally and physically to read large volumes of text and therefore a lot of times they will find ways to avoid the reading task because it is so overwhelming and they will find these very creative resources to be able to either find synopsis of books online, or to find audiobooks that they can use to find movies of the book that they were supposed to read. And that way they're able to at least follow along and be able to complete the assignments that come when they come back to school in the fall. So a couple of things that I have found very, very useful now, oftentimes students, when they're doing these types of things, they feel that they're cheating. And I think sometimes there is a perception that, well, you're supposed to read the book. So if you've watched the movie or you've gotten a synopsis online, in some way, this is a cheat. I think we really need to shift that to recognize that whatever way that a student is going to acquire and assimilate the information we want them to get, it really doesn't matter what format it comes at them in. And let's use the format that works best and most efficiently for them. So things like very amazing access to many, many audiobooks, and I think this is a wonderful tool that someone with dyslexia can use in order to read the books that they need to read, but really it is limited to literature and to things that are already in print that are able to be put into audiobook format. The other thing that is really exciting and really has come a long way, and there are many, many options of this, but really would be text-to-speech apps or programs that you can use in order to input text and have that be read out to you out loud. Now, like I said, there are many available options for this and really the choice is is yours to make, whether you choose one of the free ones or whether you choose something that you prefer to pay for, but there really is an exciting one that is now a Chrome extension online that you can use that's actually created by someone with dyslexia. And I love this one. I'm not here to advocate for one over the other, but really, if you go and explore it, this one is very exciting. And it has really, really interesting, really interesting components to it. It's very flexible. It's You want something that's easy to use, that you can really have different multiple input of things. So you can put things in PDF into the app. You can find a URL and put that in, have the website read to you. Certainly even taking a snapshot of something that you need to read can be a way to input that into a text-to-speech editor. So I think these are very exciting ways to help someone with dyslexia be able to absorb and acquire and and assimilate large amounts of reading material. The interesting thing about most of them now, you will have some free options that have many voices that are no longer those robotic voices that we've gotten used to with text-to-speech. And obviously add on premiums that you could pay for with even more voice options and that type of, that type of thing. And also the speed at which you can have this play back to you, you can manipulate that. So the more that you get used to this, the more used to this type of format of listening to your material, you can actually speed this up and even take in even greater volumes of reading content. So this is very exciting. The other thing that's really cool about this for someone with dyslexia is that you can do that, you can listen to your book, you can listen to your text to speech, and you can be doing something else. You could be on the treadmill, you could be walking, you could be um, cycling. Anything that's gonna have an action piece to it, a kinesthetic piece, really actually helps upload the information as you're listening to it and performing something physical as well. So all together, these are really, really amazing, amazing ways to take in reading materials. And I think that we need to maybe start to shift. So when we're assigning summer reading, perhaps we can also offer up different resources for someone with dyslexia or anyone else to be able to go and search out an audiobook or a text-to-speech app that they can use And again like i said not out of laziness not out of inability to want to do the work absolutely the complete opposite someone with dyslexia really does want to perform they want to do the task that you're asking them to do but actually it can be a very as i said slow and laborious and exhausting process to read that much material so alternate ways of getting that material and acquiring that knowledge is really going to help them be able to move on as they go farther and farther into their academics through the high school and into the college and university years
0: thank you for listening to this episode of the maxlexia podcast if you've got any questions or comments or if you're looking for more dyslexia related stories resources and information reach out to me on my website maxlexia.com peace out see you next time